Bavabasra Perikhes Mishnah Gimel 8.3. So here we're going to talk about the Benos Slavchad themselves, these girls who adore the Slavchad. So just to understand this Mishnah um, and its basic points, you have to understand the basic family tree. There was a fellow from the tribe of Manasha whose name was Slavchad, who died in the desert. He was one of the people who left Mitzrayim. And according to Aratana here, that would entitle him to a portion of Eretz Yisrael. He died. He didn't have any children that are boys. He only had children who are girls, five daughters. So those five daughters, the Benos Slavchad, the daughters of Slavchad, will become his heirs. That's what it says in the Pasuk. In addition, this fellow Slavchad had a father. The father's name was Hefer. Hefer also had a portion in Eretz Yisrael because he also was one of the people who left Egypt. Hefer died in the desert as well. Hefer had, in addition to Slavchad, at least one other son. So, um, Hefer's boys will be his heirs, but since one of the boys, Slavchad, is no longer alive, Slavchad's girls will be the heirs from Hefer's portion as well. Um, third of all, the mission will say explicitly, Slavchad was the Bukhor, he was the firstborn. If a person... If a man has a child, and the first child is a, is a male child, that child, the Bukhor, the firstborn male, gets a double portion. So in the case I gave you before, if Slavchad was the firstborn, and then his, he had one other brother, so Slavchad would get two-thirds, and his brother would get one-third of Hefer's portion. And since Slavchad is not around, that two-thirds then would pass on equally to those five daughters. Okay? Just to make sure something's clear. If a person has a daughter and then a son... Let's say it's a person has a daughter and then two sons. The first of the two sons is not considered a Bukhor compared to the second son. No. Since the firstborn child was to this man was a female, a girl, so there's no Bukhor in the picture whatsoever. Okay? With that in mind, the Mishnah says, straightforwardly enough, Slavchad, Natlu Shlosha Chalakim The daughters of Slavchad took portions in Eretz Shal from three different, uh, by three different ways, three different portions they got. First of all, they got Chelek Avian. They got their father Slavchad's portion. Shahaya Im Yotze Mitzrayim. Because Slavchad came out of Mitzrayim, out of Egypt, and that entitled him, according to this Tana, to a portion of to Israel. Since he doesn't get it, his heirs will get it. He has no son, so therefore the daughters get it. Second of all, they got Vechelko Im Achiv Benichsei Chefer. Their grandfather Chefer, the father Slavchad, also came out of Mitzrayim. He also was entitled to a portion of Eretz Yisrael. He also died in the Midbar. His sons then inherit him. He had boys, including Slavchad, and one or more others. So um, the portion that would have gone to Slavchad now goes to these girls, from Hefer's portion. And third of all, Vishahaya Bechor. Since Slavchad was the oldest of Hefer's children, he gets a double portion. Um, and therefore, no tel shnei chalakim. They got two portions of the inheritance. Meaning, just for argument's sake, if Hefer had three boys, for argument's sake, so then um, Slavcha would get two quarters, and each of the other two boys would get one quarter. If Slavcha had, if, excuse me, if Hefer had three boys in total, so then I'm sorry, three boys in total, then it's two quarters, one quarter, one quarter. If he had, let's say, two boys, it would be two thirds and one third.